Welcome to The Big Unlock, where we discuss data, analytics, and emerging technologies in healthcare. Here's some of the most innovative thinkers in healthcare information technology talk about the digital transformation of healthcare and how they are driving change in their organizations. Hello, everyone. This is Patty, and uh, it's my great privilege and honor to invite as my guest on today's podcast, Lydia Fonseca, CIO of Quest Diagnostics. Lydia, welcome. Hi, Patty. Nice to be here. Very good, very good. So, uh, Lydia, for the benefit of our uh, of our listeners, if anyone is not aware of who Quest Diagnostics is, do you want to take thirty seconds and and share uh, a little bit about the company? Sure. So, um, Quest Diagnostics, right? We are the leader in diagnostic information services. You know, we deliver actionable insights to help empower better health to the industry. We've been in business for more than 50 years, and, you know, we definitely focus on providing, you know, um, not only diagnostic lab services, but also, um, you know, deliver population health and data-driven solutions that help, you know, uh, industry participants, whether they're consumers, providers, hospitals, and payers, to make better decisions about healthcare. And, you know, we are 45,000 employees strong and um, pretty um, large footprint in the U.S. Uh, other parts of the world as well, but, um, you know, pretty heavily um, uh, dialed or uh, in the U.S. And, you know, I would say other kind of notable facts about Quest is that um, we serve one in three Americans every year. We're connected with more than 650 EHR platforms, and we're connected to 50% of hospitals and have more than 470,000 providers that, you know, uh, interact with us and are part of our network. And the last bit of piece that I think is notable um, is that we do have a big data backbone of more than 40 billion test results, one of the largest data sets in healthcare. And again, you know, we really leverage those that data to provide insights into the industry. Right, right. So, uh, and, and I know, Lydia, you, you have a very unique perspective on this whole uh, industry because on the one hand, as the CIO of Quest Diagnostics, you are a buyer and a consumer of uh, technology solutions. But on the other hand, you also wear the hat of... Uh, someone who leads the uh, new offerings, the ones that you talked about, data and analytics and so on. So do you want to talk a little bit about the two different hats that you wear? Sure. So as you say, Patty, right, um, I am. I serve as the CIO for Quest and everything that you're accustomed to associate with the CIO, right, uh, networks, data operations, security, um, um, sorry, data center operations, security, um, email, right? And then I'm, I also serve as a CTO for the company and, and we develop client-facing solutions, technology, software, um, as well as all of the analytics um, capabilities as well, which you know enables us to really bring to the market through our quantum, um, all of our data and technology services are delivered through our quantum brand. 
So Quest Quantum is our brand of solutions that we communicate and, and we extend to the market. And so you're right. You know, on the one hand, I live the life of the CIO. And on the other hand, we're also, you know, product creation and technology innovators as well, which is great. Yeah, yeah. That must give you a really unique perspective on the market. Now, that's a great uh, segue into uh, this recent announcement uh, around a blockchain pilot that uh, Quest is a part of. Uh, well, first of all, you know, for, for, for listeners who may not be really familiar with what blockchain is all about, do you want to kind of uh, provide a, your definition of what it is and what it can do for healthcare and then we'll jump into what this new, uh, this recent announcement is all about. Sure. So, you know, when we think about blockchain, um, you know, the way I'd like to characterize it is, you know, blockchain is a distributed database um, and that's cooperatively owned. And this distributed data database or ledger is used to collect, share, and exchange information among different participants. And I'll tell you that blockchain is most useful when loosely coupled organizations want to confidently and transparently share information, automate manually beneficial processes, and audit those interactions. So when you think about you know, the pilot that we're embarking on with uh, the, the other companies that we announced, you know, if you think about provider data, which is the first use case that we're tackling, Today, right, each of us individually maintain that provi provider data in separate and independently managed IT systems. And what we're doing is we're actually creating a blockchain where we bring this data to a common blockchain in instance, right, this distributed database that I mentioned. And then, you know, we're all committing to actually updating that information. And whenever any of us that participate in the blockchain make, an, you know, make a change, that change becomes automatically available to the rest of us. The reason why that's really important is that you can imagine, right, if each of us are maintaining independent information, not only is the information not necessarily complete, but there's a lot of redundancy, right, and extra cost because each of us are, are maintaining these databases independently in separate systems. So that's, you know, how I like to describe, uh, you know, the, what blockchain is and also what blockchain does. Right. So, so I have a two-part question here. Why, how did you end up picking this use case for blockchain, uh, this provider data management? And, uh, uh, did you have, you know, why pick blockchain to solve this problem? Could it not have been solved by other technologies? Sure. So, you know, so to answer your first question, right, um, we, there's one of the things that attracted us about this use case is that provider data, right, it really is a key building block for certain pretty key processes in the industry. So you need provider data to process claims to for payments processing. And also, right, um, the payers are all required to have up-to-date provider directories. Now, that that use case, right, if you think about there's some research uh, and they've estimated that the industry spends about $2.1 billion a year across the industry chasing and maintaining provider data. And through this 
project, we believe that 75% of that cost could be eliminated by having a single source of truth. So that's what we're aiming to do. And the reason why blockchain makes sense for this is because the blockchain, by definition, is a distributed data database, right? And so imagine that we're going to have in that, in that uh, distributed database that single source of truth about provider data. And blockchain, the way that technology lends itself, for those of us that participate, right, so we're going to be updating, right, because we're having interactions with providers, all of us that are part of the alliance. And so we're going to be providing updates and we're committing. What's, what's unique about this, because I think the technology as blockchain can really enable this distributed database, this ability to update information and then make it available to all the participants. I think what, what's unique about this is that when you think about, you know, Optum, Humana, Optum, Multiplan, Quest, and United Healthcare, the five of us, what's unique about this is that we're willing to cross across company boundaries to actually improve the quality of the data and therefore speed up claims processing and payments processing. And, you know, in that process also reduce the administrative burden in the industry. So we definitely see it as a, as a great fit for blockchain because of the nature of blockchain uh, to have that distributed, you know, a database with the other elements of blockchain that enable you to have a single source of truth that's then available to participants. Yeah, that's seventy-five uh, percent. You you expect the solution could uh, address uh, you know as much as seventy-five percent of the two point one billion in uh, in in provider database maintenance costs. Did I hear you right on that? Yes, provider data, correct. Wow. So uh, now, obviously, you know uh, this this initial consortium has several big names in you know, United Healthcare, uh, Optum. Uh, through Optum and uh, Humana and, and yourself. Do you see this as a start? Do you see this growing as a consortium? Do you see this solution kind of spreading across a broader network? Is that the longer term vision or vision or, or is it going to be a you know, fairly closed uh, sort of network? No, our, our aim is to, so blockchain, right? Um, our belief is that the more participants there are, the better it is for the industry, right? Because then you can have a more complete data set. We're starting, you know, there's these five founding member companies. And what we, our, our plan is that through the pilot stage, we're, we're right now in the pilot stage, we wanted to keep the participation manageable to get to the pilot. However, you know, we are having a lot of conversations because we've, We've actually been approached by a number of, of organizations that want to, you know, participate in the effort. And so we're going to, our plan is to get through the pilot, uh, because we have a number of goals, right? One, we want to leverage, right? One of the goals is that we want to prove that the blockchain technology can be an enabler for this. We believe that, but we want to, you know, we're using the pilot to prove that. We want to improve the data quality, both completeness and accuracy. That's another goal that we have. And goal number three is to reduce the administrative burden, right? We want to see and we want to be able to measure the improvements. So our goal is to get to the pilot, and then um, we're going to be providing updates on how we're doing on the, on the pilot. But then our goal is to open it up 
and have participants from across the industry because we believe that the more participants, right, the more complete, right, the the data set is. Right, right. When do you expect to see results from the pilot? What's the what's the time frame for an initial set of uh, proof points, if you will? Our aim is that towards the latter part of the year um, is when we're going to be coming back and sharing, you know, what we've learned, what we've learned through the pilot, and also what you know next steps. So expect towards the latter part of the year, towards the end of the year. Right, right. No, I'm I'm certainly going to be looking forward to to hearing more about this. Uh, so, in general, uh, kind of uh, taking a step back, if you will, in general, what what do you see as the interest and adoption level for blockchain today in healthcare? Now, you know, it's still very early. Uh, I, I guess it's fair to say that blockchain is still very early in healthcare, although in other sectors like banking and finance, it seems to be moving ahead a little bit quicker. And of course, blockchain has been most commonly associated with Bitcoin, which is a whole different story in and of itself. Uh, But what do you see happening in healthcare today? What are some of the other use cases that you're seeing? Or what do you see as the outlook for blockchain? Sure. So, you know, we you're right. You know, in healthcare, it is early days for blockchain. I think, um, you know, this we are expecting and, you know, hoping that this pilot is going to bring, you know, some tangible proof points that, you know, will give the industry more confidence. And, you know, so we definitely want to be able to provide a, um, through the pilot, um, a, a real use case. So we're excited about that. As far as what other opportunities are available for healthcare, I, I think, you know, the, other data sets, I mean, I definitely, you know, I think the collaboration, the ability to improve, you know, through improving the quality and the, you know, completeness and accuracy of data while we're starting with provider data. Uh, we, you know, we certainly envision other use cases in the future, one step at a time, right? We want to uh, first uh, prove this one, but we do, you know, if you stay with the concept of the single source of truth, right? If you think about healthcare, right? And if you've been in healthcare long enough, there's been a a couple of common challenges, right? One is interoperability, and the other one is the completeness or, you know, the quality of the data, right? And what we see, blockchain can actually help to address both of those. And through this pilot, right, like I mentioned, right, you have these five companies, you know, pretty decent big-sized companies in their own rights, are willing to cross company boundaries to be able to actually, um, you know, exchange information and provide, you know, real-time updates. So I think that addressing the opportunity of interoperability, which has been a theme for as long as I've been in healthcare and I've been in healthcare for a while. And then the other one is connecting the dots about, you know, so the quality of data. So I, I, we can see other use cases our view is that let's prove it out. Let's prove the technology. Let's show that, you know, by collaborating and exchanging information and, you know, we can improve the data quality and therefore speed up transactions, speed up claims processing, and then also reduce the administrative burden. So if you think about it, then achieving those three goals will open it up for us to look at other use cases and, 
there are plenty of use cases that we can go after uh, once we prove, you know, that, that we've improved uh, provider data. Yeah, yeah. I, and you mentioned claim processing, and, and, and I know that uh, there's at least, uh, you know, at least one solution out there that uh, addresses uh, revenue cycle management as an area of opportunity. And, uh, you know, in the pharma industry, they've talked about uh, the supply chain processes, right, the provenance of drugs in the supply chain and uh, using that as a uh, not just a single source of truth, but also to kind of track the provenance of the drugs and, and ensure the integrity of the supply chain and so on. So those are some of the use cases that, that I have come across. Now, I don't know how far ahead they are, but, uh, uh, you know, yours is the one that, that seems to have made the biggest impact, at least in terms of a handful of major industry players coming together to do something like this. Now, uh, I was surprised by one thing, which is that in your consortium, I didn't see a health plan, a health system, and, you know, they are, they are, they should be, right, uh, a part of this whole uh, process of ensuring the the integrity of uh, provider data. Any reason why there isn't a provider in the consortium? I think, you know, we started with the five of us, right? And um, again, you know, we wanted to keep the group at a manageable level um, because we wanted to get through the pilot. And, you know, I think we, you can consider us a provider in that sense because we are a provider of, you know, services into the industry. Uh, but, you know, there's, like, as you mentioned, right, there's three payers, and then you have a provider group. You can consider Quest a provider of services. And then Multiplan, right, which is more of a, you know, they're, they're more of a providing exchange services and, you know, some of the um, kind of revenue and connections, right, uh, between payers and other providers, Again, something that we are uh, certainly open to, but we wanted to get going on this. We are very excited about what we can achieve. And so, um, but we definitely are, you know, at some point, once we're a little bit further on, you know, you can anticipate that, you know, there will be, you know, really participants from the, you know, from all over the industry, including health systems and provider groups. Right, right, right. No, I, that'd be that'd be exciting. Now, what? what uh, so th- this is an exciting start, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, there's going to be some challenges because you're pioneers, right? And, and as pioneers, you're going to you're going to have to be the ones to uh, uh, overcome the initial challenges and show the way for the ones who are going to follow. What What do you think the biggest challenges are going to be uh, in the in the first phase of this project? You know, it's um, it's interesting because if you had asked me this question three months ago, I you know I find it's not the technology as much as the challenge. I think in the te- the blockchain technology as it is today, uh, we feel pretty confident. You know, can can enable the certainly the the processes that that we are going after, and I will tell you that. Like I said, what makes this unique is this collaboration, this, um, these companies coming together and, you know, really collaborating. And that I could tell you that um, because we're working very closely together, it is a very collaborative um, and, you know, it's, it's really five companies that are um, respecting each other's point of view and perspective. 
And that's actually been a lot of fun to be part of the alliance. Um, and so if you had asked me this three months ago, I would have told you probably the biggest challenge would be the collaboration because you have, you know, five companies, um, you know, that have uh, obviously uh, goals and, and strategies. Um, but I'll tell you the what has been really a pleasant surprise for me uh, in this is how excited everybody is that blockchain, it's, it's really a promising enabler to a couple of challenges that have been challenges for a long time. And so there's an excitement there. I think there's also a, a willingness to really, like I said, go across company boundaries. And, and then we're also working very closely together and then building on each other's ideas. And, and then there's also very much a, a very strong sense of execution. So as, a, as an alliance, you know, we have work streams. The work streams meet pretty regularly. We have very project plans and charters. And so there's also an element of execution, which, um, you know, in, in a relatively, you know, kind of short time that we've been operating together, it's pretty impressive to me how how much progress we have made and how much commitment there is from all the five companies. And so I would say um, it's really just, you know, kind of staying the course and executing against our plan. But I, I don't see challenges. I, I think the technology is further along and that I think it'll support our needs. I think the collaboration aspect and being able to make progress and, you know, in, in collaborating with five, you know, pretty strong, uh, bright companies. I think, so I feel like, um, you know, I would say from a challenge, I'll tell you probably from a challenge perspective, it's, it's making sure that we keep the industry uh, appraised of our progress um, because, you know, balancing the fact that we start with a small group to get the pilot done but knowing that our goal is to actually have as many participants as we can. So it's, that's probably the challenge is how do we balance working with the smaller, you know, set of founding members to execute on our pilot, but then keeping the industry coming along with us on the journey, knowing that we want to stay a little bit small for now, because we got to manage and get it done. But then, uh, you know, we want others to participate and, um, we want we want to create this community, right? That improves the quality of data and improves the processes and reduces, you know, the administrative burden, which you know, and do it through technology, which is terrific. Right. No, that's it's got to be exciting, right? So it's not the technology as it is with most large complex uh, uh, initiatives. It's never the technology. The technology is something you can manage and control. It's always the change management uh, and the uh, you know all the people management and collaboration and that kind of stuff it's, uh, it's very well said so that's fantastic i i uh, really look forward to following the, the progress of this uh, project uh, before we close uh, do you want to share any updates on any of your other uh, collaborations that you've got going on the the, uh, the data diagnostics and uh, the other collaborations any uh, anything you want to share with our listeners you know, I think we we continue to, uh, you know, continue to drive our goals of, you know, uh, connecting consumers, providers, payers, and ACOs, right, with actionable insights that are based on lab, clinical, 
and you know and other health data, right? So we continue to really uh, innovate on our quantum portfolio of services. Uh, you know, we definitely are seeing a, a very positive response from our customers, um, and and that's nice to see. It's nice to see that our various audiences, whether it's a consumer. You know, we're now up to 5.3 million consumers that are interacting with us on MyQuest. Last time I spoke to you, it was 4 million. So, I mean, this is terrific. Um, You know, we have uh, providers are excited about our quantum for healthcare providers portal that we're now, you know, um, we're now converting customers to. There's been a lot of positive feedback there. We've actually, um, you know, brought on some new services, uh, new online services that really provides some digital differentiators for our customers. And then on the data front, uh, we, you know, we acquired a company called MedXM, which is an extended care services company. And it's great that we're actually, you know, that acquisition just happened pretty recently. And we're, they're leveraging, uh, now that they're part of the family, they're leveraging our big data, you know, insights and platform. And we're finding a lot of new opportunities to continue to, you know, grow the business and then enable the, you know, the industry to make better decisions. So uh, all, all good. You know, we're excited about all these developments and we continue to just innovate on our offerings and bring solutions that, um, you know, really empower better health with diagnostic insights out there. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, interviewed, uh, uh, Dr. Dunleavy the, uh, with, uh, from Innovalon in my last podcast, and they just did this uh, big acquisition and everything. And I know that you have a partnership with them, which is on the data diagnostics side of things. So uh, you you know you're you're obviously uh, very successful, and uh, uh, you know the collaboration model is something that seems to work well for you. So uh, all the best for this one as well. Yeah, thank you. We very much believe that healthcare is a team sport. And we enjoy it. Wonderful, wonderful. Once again, thanks for taking the time, Lydia. It was wonderful talking to you. All right. Thanks, Patty. It was nice talking to you as well. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Subscribe to our podcast series at www.thebigunlock.com and write to us at info at thebigunlock.com.